0: Welcome to the weekly investment outlook podcast from deutsche banks international private bank looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead
1: hello and welcome to the next edition of the chief investment office weekly investment outlook podcast it's a special one today it's stuart haslam as always head of communications for the international private bank but i'm very very pleased to welcome a first timer we have zeynep ozturk our chief investment officer. In Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Zainab only joined us a couple of weeks ago and she's making her debut on the podcast today. Zainab, how are you? Great to have you on the show.
2: Hi, Stuart. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting.
1: Indeed, it is. And uh, welcome to all of our listeners also. Zainab, what a week to kick off your debut on the podcast. There is so much happening in the markets. Um, and let's take a look back, as we often do, to, to what's happened in the previous week. You and I, by the way, are recording this on a Friday. It's important that I mention that for context in, in the sense that there's there's going to be lots of things we talk about today um, that are going to uh, forward look to, to the weekend as we publish this on a Monday. But Zeynep, first, let's take a look at the central bank actions yesterday. And, you know, if I was walking through the desert, there'd be hawks everywhere swooping down at me. And I think it really started with the US Federal Reserve's 75 basis point uh, rate rise back on Wednesday. How did you take that in your conversations with clients and you know various other activities from central banks um, around uh, the world, actually, but particularly in Europe?
2: Sure, sure. Uh, thank you, Stuart. So um, you're right, it has been an extremely um, hawkish central bank action week uh, this week. Um, we have seen a lot of movement around the world from every central bank Um but now let me focus briefly on fed and then we can touch base on the on the others um, a little bit sure. later so uh, clearly Fed has raised the rate again and uh, fed Powell, uh, chair Powell confirmed actually that they will not ease up so Fed will remain really tough on inflation. And even if this can mean a major economic pain or even a recession, um, Fed is going to continue their, their biggest fight on, uh, on inflation. And there was one thing that actually Powell used in his statement that I took a note of. I found it very important to, to focus on. So I'll, I'll briefly mention what he said. He said that uh, the chances of soft landing are likely to diminish to the extent that the policy needs to be more restrictive. Or restrictive for longer. And what does that mean effectively is that they are going to keep the rates uh, higher and higher for longer. So this is going to obviously impact the economy uh, quite significantly. And we have already seen uh, the market moments there. And we are going to see more rate hikes. In the near future. So, um, what all are all these mean um, to our investors? Actually, while um, uh, Mr. Powell was speaking, there was a bit of a spike in the market, and then a, a continued sell-off uh, after that. Um, markets are reacting, obviously, for the the worries about um, recession. However, mild that could be as well as the increased cost of livings and the pressure uh, the the negative sentiment on the consumer, uh, these are all building up and um, creating extreme volatility and nervousness in most of the um, equity markets. And this has also reflected, uh, as you mentioned, into Europe, um the concern uh, here is that even though ecb has also raised the rates quite aggressively uh, with the latest of what fed action has implied um is ecb slightly behind the curve uh, are your european assets are going to be even further uh, pressure is europe uh, going to lag a little bit more became one of the major major questions um So if I may briefly touch base on the um, the broader central bank actions, um, uh, as you know, we have seen the first time a positive rate in Swiss Swiss, uh, National Bank's uh, action to raise the rates to 0.5%. This is a positive rate rise since 2015, um, and then we had a, a, a strong increase by Bank of England. But let me pause here, uh, Stuart. Um, I don't want to make it just a monologue in my first <laughs> uh, in my first uh, podcast.
1: No, indeed. Look, so so much there to to pick through. Um, Switzerland, I agree. What, what an interesting one there, and and the UK going for um, a half a percentage point rise. But of course, you know, it wasn't just there. This is a this is a global podcast, um, and we've seen action by central banks in South Africa and in Norway, but also some interesting um, action by the Bank of Japan. Can you talk us through what happened there?
2: Yes, yes, you're right. Um in in this such a hawkish um rate environment, BOJ was on the other side and they actually um came up that they are going to hold the policy rate unchanged at minus zero point one percent. Um and, and broadly, this crashed Yen, so this was quite negative for Yen, but, um, and also we've seen uh, the drop in the equity markets in, in, in Japan, but in, in the broader terms, um, a, a weaker Yen uh, and a, a strong positive support from Bank of Japan to the markets is um, in the mid to long term is positive for the equity. So I think... Um, considering the broader strength of the J- Japan after the COVID 19, how they come through um, and the impact uh, that we see in the broader Asian markets, Japan's equities are going to stand relatively in a positive state.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Zeynep. I mean, there's so much for our investors to to take in at the moment, isn't there? And look, one of those other aspects in Europe, which is absolutely key, if you and I look forward to some uh, some elections in Italy uh, on Sunday, where the country's poised to opt for a leader um, from the far right. Um, what's your view on, well, I think, Miss uh, Ms. Maloney coming in potentially to power if we uh, believe what we see in the polls? Um, and how do you think the markets are going to react when they open on Monday?
2: Um. Yes, I mean, unless there is a really major surprise happened uh, by the time we publish this podcast, uh, you're right, the the poll show the centre-right coalition um, led primarily as a majority by Ms. Meloni is going to win. Um, But the the reaction from markets so far has been relatively muted, um, knowing that the poll results have been quite consistent in the past. So there shouldn't be a major forecast. The key question here is that, how are they going to um, whether there will be the majority within the coalition within the the seats that they managed to get and how are they going to build the government and how long it will take because there's a major event that needs to be tackled which is the budget and uh, the deficit around 4.7 percent of Italy will that fit with the European fiscal policy Um, and as we know Europe is going through a lot of issues all over uh, including the uh, energy prices and Italy is not immune to that hence the the deficit uh, with the projection of this new government being very loose on their fiscal approach can impact broadly their relationship or the way that they manage their budget with with the EU. Um, So this is going to put a little bit more volatility and pressure on European assets. And in a way, it's pretty much in line with our house view of um, being uh, slightly underweight of European equities because we see that there will be further volatility there. Uh, one can try to embrace the volatility through certain um, tactical trading, but as a as a uh, portfolio allocation, uh, we think that European equities will have a further pressure um, with various different events happening, including the
1: Italian election results. Yeah, sure. Well, look, let's finish this podcast this week with some with some good news. And I I know here well, as uh, as we we're recording, I think you and I woke up to some news in uh, in the paper today, breaking news actually out of Hong Kong in Asia, which interestingly could be quite positive for equities what's happened and what do you expect
2: um yes so uh, i think it is really good news that hong kong is going to uh, ease or uh, remove the hotel quarantine I'm sure a lot of people who live there and or have uh, friends and relatives visiting there will be super happy. But beyond that, this is a very positive news uh, and I'm I'm sure it will have a really positive impact within the Asian um, markets. So um, it will be quite interesting to see how the market will open on Monday morning.
1: Absolutely. It will be. And uh, maybe you and I'll be going to the Hong Kong Rugby Sevens again later in the year, which would be great to see that uh, (laughs) kicking kicking back. Zeynep, lovely to speak to you. Um, Welcome again to to Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank and this podcast. This has been your Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Zeynep Ozturk, our CIO in EMEA and Stuart Haslam. Have a great weekend. Bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material. But this is not the case in the
2: US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk.
0: The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, (BaFin) and by Germany's central bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSC and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, Member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.